You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mir, this Wednesday morning. Now, let's turn to our next topic and guest of today. Now, imagine getting a message on your birthday from someone you love after they die. How would that make you feel? Well, in the next 15 minutes or so, we're chatting with Nicholas Worley, who is the founder and the CEO of Inner Life, which is a global digital legacy platform that allows people to record messages and share memories with loved ones after they pass away. Nick, welcome on the show. How are you doing today? Very well. Thank you for having me, Noreen. Great to speak with you. It's great to meet you and it's great to have you in the studio with us. I'd love for our listeners to um, join us as well on Facebook, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3, and they'll be able to see and hear Nick there. So um, first of all, Nick, explain this idea of inner life to our listeners. Sure. In life at its core is all about connecting family. Um, it allows users to create profiles of themselves in a secure, safe and fun platform. You can add memories of yourself at different stages of your life. And then phase two is connecting with family members. So you can connect with family who are living, such as your parents or you know, sisters or brothers. And on an interactive family tree, you can then begin to click on their profiles and learn about them. Um, you can also create sub-accounts, which are for people like children, for example, who aren't old enough to have access to emails, but you can start to update information about your children, which you can then transfer to them as they get older, or people who've passed away, such as grandparents or great-grandparents. So again, the whole thing is about building an ecosystem of family, which you own as a family. And then the second aspect, which you mentioned correctly, is uh, sharing time-delayed messages. So once you're connected on the family tree, you can then select a family member such as a child and decide when they receive a video from you. Oh. Uh, it could be you walking on the beach and you're holding them as a baby and you select you want them to have that memory when they turn 30 or 60 after you've gone, for example. Um, but the sort of possibilities are endless in terms of giving people a gift, you know, in the future. So yeah. where did this idea come from? The original idea actually was uh, 1999, oh, wow. a long time ago. Um, my grandfather passed away and was very heartbroken at the time. And I had this very vivid dream um, after his funeral where I saw him and my father in a room with all these faceless people behind them who I knew were my family, but I didn't know anything about them. And I woke up thinking, what was my grandfather like at my age? What was my father like? And I think, you know, if you actually think, would you have been friends with your parents if you were the same age? It's one of those fun little topics to think about. You know, they cover it in things like Back to the Future and yes. all these movies. It's, a, you know, it's one of those fun things. But I also felt quite sad thinking about the prospect that everything that my grandfather was, was gone. You know, you can look up historical documents, you can find photos, but what's the backstory to who he was? What did he sound like as a young man? Um, the same thing with my grandmother who passed away around the same year with Alzheimer's. Oh, sorry. And again, I, I sort of over time wanted to develop something or some way to preserve family memories. So you can actually share and say, who was I, you know, so you don't get forgotten. And there's actually, you know, there's a famous quote, you know, um, they say you die twice when you actually die. And the second time when the last person who knows you says your name. And I hate that quote because I saw, <laughs> I don't want anyone to be forgotten. So the hope is that by creating this, you know, I don't want to be forgotten. I don't want my children to be forgotten. I don't want anyone to be forgotten in that sense. So you can actually in a hundred, you know, 50, a hundred, 200 years time, the family great grandkids. Men, exactly. Great, great grandkids will be able to look back and say, okay, who was Nick? 
who was yeah. Noreen. Oh, interesting. I look like her. I sound like her. Oh, she was a, you know, she was a journalist as well. Oh, fascinating. Uh, and it'll give families hopefully a way to own their family legacy, but also, you know, learn about themselves as well. Yeah. So. I think social media is big anyway these days. How might it be different from other traditional forms? And I'm thinking something like Instagram or Facebook. Most social media sites, it's a great question. I mean, most of them tend to focus on the present. And most social media companies and people don't tend to think about digital legacies. Um, you know, we're very, oh, Instagram is very, you know, here's my gym session, here's my restaurant, here's a story, here's a quick thing. But, you know, social media itself has only been around for about 20 years. And the next generation, they're going to grow up with a phone and be experts at it. But if you think about the amount of data that you've accumulated, even in just 20 years and photos, videos, albums, Instagram stories, whatever, no one really thinks about what you do with that after you pass away or something happens to you. Um, and most social media sites tend to own that. So Facebook, for example, they make it very difficult if you pass away to turn your page into like a legacy page. Yeah, what happens to that? It, it comes up as remembering. Remembering. But yeah. again, even that they just turn, you can go back and visit the page to see, you know, a, a friend. Um, can you still write on their wall? You can. You okay. can still write on their walls and things. But again, it's very short term. Yeah. So again, if you think about, you know, if, if I pass away, I my page gets turned into a legacy page in 100 years time who's going to be looking at that page and and say then your family don't get ownership of that page so they can't exactly. do anything to it yeah there's lots oh, of stories okay. around about families trying to get access to memories or photos or to own that account yeah. but effectively they don't so digital legacy you know it's one of those things you know across all social media you know G um, google just came out with a few things a, a few months ago stating that if there's inactivity in your accounts they'll delete everything so I know stories, for example, of people who've been writing email. They, they open an email account for their children so oh, you can send them messages and photos. you can schedule the send, Yeah, so, so with our yeah. one, you can schedule it. But yeah. what people have been doing recently is sending their kids an email, okay. like creating something for my child and then I sending see. updates every year or whenever. But if something happens to me, for example, and I don't use that account for two years, if my child then goes to access it, it's all gone. So again, we wanted to create a platform where everything was secure. Um, in life is a subscription model because we wanted the feedback from speaking with parents and other people was they didn't like sharing, you know, information about their children, photos or other stuff with advertisers or with third parties. And so, you know, Facebook and other social media sites are free because they have, they give everything away which is why if you look on you know, most social media sites, it's just ads, 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 ads. Yes. ads. So within a life, it's gonna be no ads, just a very basic, simple to use model. Um, and it depends on how much data you use. So if you upload a huge amount of data, you pay a little bit more subscription, but it's free to sign up. Um, to start off with, just so you can get a sense of what, what it's about. Yeah. And typically from uh, chatting with parents, what, what sorts of things do they want to share with their children after they die or they, just even before? No, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's one of those topics. I mean, honestly, that we don't like to talk about. Um, but I've, you know, I've, I've had friends who passed away young, young parents. Um, you hear about, oh, this person passed away with young kids. Yeah. Like, and then, and then what do you have to, to know about them? So I think most family members I know, it's, it's usually with kids. They want to preserve and share stories of who they were now. You know, my kids, when they grow up and they see me, 
I'm going to be dad. Yeah. You know, the same thing. And we, we tend to think of life in terms of generations. You're born, you have your grandparents, your parents, yourself. Then you become a parent, you have your parents and your kids, and it moves up the ladder. So I think most people want to be remembered. Most people want to share fun memories with their kids. So I'd love to see photos and videos of myself when I was a baby, but there's not a lot of that. There's a few little video clips and VH VHS tapes, you know, but ultimately from speaking with people, they just want a secure network where they feel that they can you know, share photos and memories of their children and, and family, which won't be compromised. So we're doing everything we can to make sure that's the case. Yeah. Would you want to see, um, you know, um, pictures of your or videos of your granddad at a party, though? Um, yeah, <laughs> I think it'd be amazing because, again, you, you have this image of your parents and they always tell you, I never did this at your age and I never did this and I was whatever. Yeah. But if you actually, you know, you see photos, and humans too, that's so. the thing. And then as you get older, they suddenly tell you stories yeah. and you're like, wow, OK, I didn't know you did that. I didn't know you went to this you know, holiday to this place, you know, or even if people are sharing photos and albums on, say, social media sites to put them there instead. Because then again, you don't know what people will treasure when you get older. And there's going to be a short-term value effect of, say, this generation looking at, you know, a holiday that my granddad may have taken years ago versus in a hundred years' time looking at me and even seeing like, oh, wow, they use this or this is what they did and, and things like that. So... Yeah. Um, what would the new generation think? I'm just trying to think, like you said, you know, social media has only been around for 20 odd years, but even that has sort of changed. It used to be that, you know, um, it used to be sort of like the Facebook model, you know, mm. put everything, all the pictures, and then it became sort of more Snapchat, more instant. Um, things are posted and then disappears. Yep. Now, even with reels or with, um, I'm not very hip with social <laughs> media, but I think they're called reels um, on Facebook and on Instagram, they sort of disappear because I think people don't like the permanence of social media people like having it's like a conversation mm -hmm. right now um you know we, we're having a conversation now and it in a moment's time it won't be there yeah. so they sort of well actually that's not true we're on the archive <laughs> <laughs> we're on facebook live at the moment but my point is um people perhaps don't like the permanence of of something w w what do you say to that or, or do they i think the it, it's an excellent point i think the younger generation honestly are going to be they're not the target audience. You know, again, it's one of those things where you create this when they're older and then have kids. It's yeah. one of those things when it's you when reach they a, become parents. When they reach yeah. a certain point, they suddenly become interested in it. Yeah. You know, my children, when they reach a certain point at the moment, they couldn't care less. They're just, you know, throwing food and whatever. <laughs> but when they reach 21, even 30 or whatever, yeah. and they want to look back, this information is there accessible to them. Um, I, I definitely think that, you know, we don't know what the future is going to hold for social media, but we wanted to create a more permanent model that families can come back to. Again, you know, my, my father, he worked on the family history. It took him years and he, he had spoke to genealogists, family, wow. you know, family, you know, various messages, etc., letters. And even he said it was just very basic and he couldn't get everything down. That's looking back. We wanted to create something where you look forward and actually plan ahead to say, okay, what do I want to share with the future? What do I want my kids or future generations to know about me? Who was Noreen? Who was Nick? Um, and by doing that, it doesn't matter as you get older or whatever, at least the information is there. 
and you can you know look back and, and cherish those as you get older so yeah. it sounds like a really cool platform it's on uh, an app and also on a website as well yeah. um what's your background then nick are you do you have a sort of tech background <laughs> Uh, I've worked in public relations, okay, so it's an interesting yes. shift for me. Um, <laughs> and but now again, an entrepreneur. <laughs> I still do PR, yes. you know, for myself um, and for some clients, etc. But again, this is one of those things that you know I've I've worked on on and off for years. Again, since 1999, um, when the technology wasn't available, I kind of decided to really move forward with it in 2019 after the birth of my first son. I was like, okay, I actually want to start recording things, and I've been recording messages on my phone talking to him which i can then send to him in the future uh-huh. um, planning in my head like okay when this platform was ready and then you know my my mother-in-law passed away recently as well that was another indication okay other friends have passed away to, to sort of really move forward with this because i'm getting older i want to make sure that there's something at least accessible for for my kids and, and future generations to use and so you know we we just decided to move forward with it you know full 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 guns blazing um, work with some developers, work with some advisors, got some investment, um, and we've just you know gone gone all in. So again, even you know if it doesn't take off, which we hope it will, based on expectations, we're very you know grateful for the fact that I think most families and people we've spoken to have said this is actually going to be a wonderful gift, which they can use. Yeah. You know, and even if it's not for for everyone, it's at least something for my family and hopefully others to use and and get some benefit from. So, yeah. I think end of life uh, messaging, it, you know, it's it's a kind of cool thing that we should plan as well. You know, as well as our wills and everything. But how does that sort of um, uh, fit in with sort of cultural? I'm just trying to think. Um, actually, is it cultural? Uh, I suppose with with Asians, they don't like to talk about death, and I'm just most trying people to think. don't like to talk about. <laughs> yeah, that's death. true. I most mean, people don't. But, you know, looking online and speaking, you know, um, with professors and a few, you know, experts on this topic. Again, it's one of those things we plan ahead for so many things. You plan for insurance, you plan for wills, and just in case, or we plan for whatever. But we don't think about the trove of data that's online. And if you actually look at what most companies do with that data, nothing's available. So people, it's usually a bit of a last-minute hurry like if you have a terminal illness or you have this like oh i need to get on this now and they need to plan ahead or i need to write letters or something and we just wanted to make it easier for people to say okay look just in case at least this trove of information that you want to share is available um you can also be more selective about it you know you think about how as i said before like how much data you have you want to create a way of saying okay be more selective what messages do I want? What videos do I want? What sums me up as a person? Um, and and really making people think about what's important. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. That's a lovely idea. I, ha- I have a little notebook where I started writing letters to, to my, my kids when they were born. Mm-hmm. And I just have a little diary. But how nice would it be to say that they have a video yeah. of me actually saying it yeah. as well? I mean, if they yeah. get, uh, you know, my, my father, my grandfather passed away, as I said. My dad, when I speak to him, he always says, I would love to speak to my dad just one more time or hear from him. Always and that question, isn't he's it? he's in his yeah. late 70s now, my father, and if he could suddenly get a message, you get a notification, like you have a message from your father and you're much older, or even now, like you have a message yeah. from your grandparent, you'd be like, what? Yeah, it'll like, just make your day, wouldn't yeah, it? <laughs> but, but also, you know, one person the other day said, oh, can I actually, if I'm a bit lazy with birthdays, can I plan ahead? <laughs> A bunch of birthday things, and so the options are. are you could are, use it that way. Exactly, the options are endless. Um, you know, there's a, there's a whole tagline we use, like "What's in life? That's up to you." 
So, you know, users will get a variety of options from it again, but fundamentally, as long as they get to connect with families in a way, hopefully they haven't done before, and it carries on through generations. That's that's the ultimate hope from us. So, yeah. well, it's always you know communication is key, whether they are living um, or have passed away. Nick, it's been such a pleasure to talk with you. Um, I, I understand you're launching it tomorrow. Yep. Best of luck. Uh, remind our listeners once again, how can we find out more about you and your work? Thanks. So, uh, yeah, you can just sign up at www.innerlife.com. Um, and from tomorrow, and then you know, just check out the profile, check out the website. Um, the app will be available in a few weeks. And, you know, uh, there's a site there as well for contacts if you have any feedback, and we'd love to hear from you. So Excellent. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah. And uh, best of luck with Inner Life. And uh, we, we hope we can hear from our, um, you know, grandparents before before they pass away. <laughs> that's, you know, such a topic that's dear to, I'm sure, both of us. Um, and thank you very much once again to Nicholas Ward.